Welcome back to another episode of the Beerly Football Podcast. I'm your host for a second week in a row, Trev Scott. Jack will unfortunately not be with us tonight. He has tested positive for being an idiot, so we don't know how much longer he'll be out. But I'm still with one of the one of the best co-hosts in all of Beerly Sports. He's definitely top three. Harry Dempsey joined with me tonight. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Talk to me, my man. I'm easily top two, so I don't want to hear that trash about being top three. I got to be top two. Top two. But, you know, I'm doing all right. We're winding up the football season. Patriots kind of let me down last couple weeks, but got the Jags next week, so hopefully should finish out strong. But things looking up. Made the fantasy football championship in our beerly league. Made it in another league. It's going pretty well for me. That's what good. about you? That's great news. Um, wait, did you say what you were drinking? Oh, I forgot. Most important part of the night. I went with, can you guess, another Yingling. Really? Sorry, folks, but I'm boring. When, when um, can we expect a change? Anytime soon? Or? Probably when my pack runs out, which probably should be about this weekend. So get ready, folks. Next week, new beer. I'll shock the world. It'll probably be Corona, but, you, like you know. Industrial pack or something? No, I'm, I'm pretty boring. I'm I like, think you, you got that by now. I'm like four weeks. A lot of yingling running through. But I am doing great as well. It was a good week to be a Bucks fan. I was a little nervous going into the game because all the injuries, guys being out. But came on top, came on top. All right, we uh, finished on top. That's not any better. Uh, the Bucks won by a good margin um, and looked just and as good as I would like you, to. You forgot the same thing. We're not sure. What do you drink? What are you I wasn't there today? yet. I was telling you how so wow. what you care about is what I drink, not how I am. How I mean I that's that's all that matters. We're barely we're barely we're not barely sports, we're just barely. That's true. That's true. You're right. Um well tonight I'm drinking some blue moon. I actually got an orange in the fridge. I meant to cut up some slices, put in there, just to be a little extra. I will eventually start doing that. Or uh get my imaginary roommate to do it. But yeah, and I'm also wearing a Blue Moon shirt, so if they want to sponsor us, that would be sick. But yeah, um, everything went well. Um, I guess I'm kind of a certified Patriots hater now, ever since we started this show. Uh, really no other reason than how much you talk about them. So, and I mean, you know, good for you. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was an entertaining week, week 16. We got a couple more weeks to go, and this week even made it a little next week even more important. So so what did you think about week 16, Kerry? Well, there's there's a lot to think about it. Um, first of all, Patriots let me down once again. Mm-hmm. Bills look pretty good. Patriots defense starting to concern me. They looked absolutely terrible. They could not stop Josh Allen once that entire game. Uh, I don't think the Bills punted once. They uh, went for a fourth down, and that was the only time Patriots defense made a stop the whole game. Bills looking like they're going to run away with the AFC East. Uh, Patriots, this team's not going to go far if the defense doesn't play well. Mac Jones is limited as a passer, as a rookie, and they're going to need the defense to step up if they've been farther. they got a winnable game against the Jags, so should be able to get in the playoffs to the win there, but get a tough game against a surging Miami squad to finish out the season. But I still expect playoffs from Patriots, but not expecting to get them far. Didn't mean but leave me a lot of room to uh, to argue with you. Kind of put Mac Jones down on your own. It's something you know that I love doing, putting Mac Jones down. But yes, Everybody. I know we talked about it last week, or was it two weeks ago, 
when we're all you guys talking about give me Herbert. I don't I don't want Josh Allen. Give me Herbert. Josh Allen looked amazing. He got it done in the air. He got it done on the ground. And you were right. That's something I wanted to bring up. Um, that they did not punt once that game. The offense looked amazing. And a team that has to be led by their defense, like the like the Patriots, cannot have the team they're playing not punt once. And Josh Allen did not throw any interceptions, so defense was not not clicking at all. Bills looked great. And with a very, very easy remaining schedule, I like him winning that division. But hopefully the Patriots can turn around, Kerry, because if they don't, I'm going to have a lot to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm expecting a loss versus Miami. I, I think Patriots will finish out 10 and 7 and finish out with the 6th or 7th seed in the AFC, but not expecting much. But on the other guy I mentioned, up, Justin Herbert. Obviously, he did not play well. Chargers, huge letdown loss against the Texans. Mm-hmm. But Davis Mills, he's looked like the best rookie so far. He's been excellent since moving back in the starting lineup. He looked outstanding again, made another couple great throws in that game. But Herbert, um, you can't really blame him too much for that loss when your defense is giving up 180 rushing yards to Rex freaking Burkhead. Like, come on, the Texans don't have a lot of weapons. Obviously, Herbert... You know, he's missing Mike Williams, Eckler. Uh, okay, but last but, week when we were having this conversation, you said, oh, Mike Williams, garbage. He's not that good. But now he's the reason they lost to the Texans. I wouldn't I'm say he lost you out on that because I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to be, oh, Mike Williams was out. No, I knew it. So go ahead. Defend yourself again. I will. He's without pieces. And But was it, was it really on the offense? No, it wasn't. Herbert and Herbert didn't look that bad, but he had some bad throws, bad reads. I don't know if that yeah, was... Yeah, obviously that pick six was terrible. But like, pick six was I mean, horrible. A bad game for Herbert is still throwing for 336 yards. But, I mean, it's all on that defense, and this team is not going to go anywhere and even make the playoffs if you run defense that bad. And, again, it's not like you're going against a top-rushing team. You're going to get to Rex Burkhead, who finished with 22 carries for 149 yards two TDs, Royce Freeman, like, come on. If they take on – they play like a Colts team in the playoffs, imagine how Jonathan Taylor is just going to shred them. Yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the Colts in the playoffs. Should be interesting, though. I don't know if you saw Carson Wentz was placed on the COVID list, and he's unvaccinated, so he will miss this week's game. I actually saw a rumor that they were going to – Colts might contact Phillip Rivers, but no they're way. playing. Yeah, but they're taking on a Raiders squad who is right back in the playoff hunter for big win against the Broncos. So Raiders got a little bit of hope they can beat a Colts team without wins. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it'll be, yeah, Ellinger starting for the Colts, I'm assuming. Yeah, finally. Now that my bet's over. Yeah. So I don't but, have to do whatever I would have had to do. I know we're not, we're going to pick them later, but do you think they'll have a chance without Wentz? Um, being in the AFC, I, I would say they'd have a chance without Wentz. I would put that chance at, I would cap it off at twenty twenty five thirty, just because I I would put that much on Jonathan Taylor's shoulders, the defense having a good game, and the AFC being kind of weak this year. I mean, if they get a good matchup, play a top seed that's missing a couple guys, or you know how 
inconsistent. Really, everybody in the AFC has been, minus the Chiefs. But um, everybody is really a beatable team in the AFC. So it's going to be extremely hard to do it with a backup quarterback in the playoffs. But you got Jonathan Taylor, I mean, and a, and a stout defense, anything's possible. So. And I'd assume when, when should be back to the playoffs, it's just – I don't know if he'd be back for week 18. Obviously, this week he'd be out. But, you know, they only have nine wins. So, if they drop the last two games. Oh, I thought, you meant, I thought you meant could they win a playoff game without wins. No. No. Um, but, I mean, yeah, these games when, are when, important, though. These games when, are essentially playoff games. Yeah. And, I mean, Wentz hasn't been a great quarterback by any means. But he's looked a lot better this year. 25 touchdowns and six interceptions. He's really been a great game manager for the Colts. And, I'd say he's probably playing like top 12, top 15 quarterback, somewhere in that range right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd put him up there. Definitely top half. Um, I wouldn't even, have to think about, wouldn't even have to think about that too hard. And let me just run through a couple quick thoughts from week 16. Um, there was a lot of good games. Um, should be a lot of them next week too. But, you know, Packers – Baker Mayfield looked terrible. Four interceptions. Um, Browns hung in that game. They played well. And if without those interceptions, they had a chance to upset Green Bay at Lambeau. But they should be able to keep in the fight if they pick up a win. Or t- win. I believe if the Browns win out, they can still make the playoffs. But They can. I mean, the Ravens lost, and they moved up to the seven seed. So, I mean, yeah, you never know. possible. Yeah, Baker, but, Baker with that injury, like, he's, he's really kind of shooting himself in the foot because – I mean, you see when he's thrown to the left side of the field, he's not opening his shoulder up all the way. His balance might be a little bit off. And obviously, you miss six inches, ten inches in the NFL, that's an interception. And he threw four of them. So how much do you think that's hurting him long-term and his chances of, obviously, I think he's still maybe the leading candidate to being the starter there next year. But if he finishes out this season poor and they miss the playoffs, how much – does it really matter if he's healthy last year, if he kind of stinks up the rest of kind of wets the bed for the rest of this year and misses the playoffs? you think his job's in jeopardy next year? I don't think next year, but I think the year after. I know a lot of Browns fans aren't happy with this performance, but he's been the best quarterback the Browns have had in years, and it's really been on the injury. Personally, I would have sat him down a long time ago and had him get surgery and gone with Keenum, who's one of the best backups in the league, and they won the one game he started. Yeah, so, especially on the Browns, that's like a, a really good. Yeah, I just don't get of, why. Yeah, there's not a lot of teams where like you could really win a game um, with a backup quarterback. With the Browns, with their line, with a defense that can play good, um, running back like Nick Chubb, like yeah, they could they could win a game with a backup quarterback, and they did. So I agree with you on that point. I would have loved to watch Baker uh, have that surgery and get healthy. Because he definitely needs it. I mean, he was on his way for a big contract if he played well this year. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're better off going with a healthy Keenum rather than a, you know, 50%, 75% Baker Mayfield out there. Anybody. But anybody. a couple quick other games. ravens Bengals. Joey B, second time this year, demolished a Ravens team that's pretty much on a lot of third-string guys. Josh Johnson actually played a good game in his first start as a Raven, but... Joey B went off, 525 passing yards, four TDs. Um, sadly for me, he had a fifth touchdown pass at the end of the game to get called back. But he just went off. This Bengals team looked legit. Do you think they'll wrap up the AFC North? 
Um, I do definitely think they'll wrap up the division. Uh, I think I picked them in my my standings last week or two weeks ago, whatever graphic we threw up on the socials. So that would make me 2-0 right now in the AFC. But, um, yeah, Burrow looked nuts. Uh, not just the yards and the touchdowns and the no picks, but completion percentage was, was definitely getting up there. And I will say, Ravens haven't won a game without Lamar. That's all I'll say. Ravens have not won a game without Lamar. But, yeah. I, I, I don't think Lamar Lamar wouldn't have won that game the way their defense is playing. Yeah, Lamar would have had one of, had to have one of those one of those special games. Yeah, some other games. Um, Kirk Cousins of the Vikings dropping another. They've got a must win game against the Packers this Sunday night, uh, but it looks like the Vikings season will be coming to an end shortly. Um, Jags and Jets. Um, people before the season thought Zach Wilson Trevor Lawrence was going to be a great rookie duo this year. Neither really have had great seasons. Wilson definitely outplayed Lawrence as Jets picked up the win. Um, what are your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence this year? Obviously, he's in a terrible situation, but he really hasn't done much. He is, I think, one touch, one seven of his last eight games without a touchdown pass. I mean, for a guy that was supposed to be the next Peyton Manning, um, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think it's definitely way too early to write him off. I'm not saying you're writing him off, but it's way too early to write him off or – you know, start thinking negatively about him. Honestly, yeah, he's got some work to do. But, I mean, I think especially I'm really high. I'm really high. I bet you are. I'm really high on – I'm just thinking of how to say this, and all that came out was I'm really high. I'm really high on judging, assessing a player on their situation. That goes into the mix a lot when I do it. And I, I really think all the, I mean, Jets and Zach Wilson, like uh, another guy who's in a bad situation, but he's having a better year and he's playing better in the second half than Trevor Lawrence. Not saying he has a better coach, even though he does barely. Um, should I say barely? Barely. There we go. Um, but I think just everything that's went on in Jacksonville this year from, you know, Zach being a fan of them, because that's never a good thing. Uh, signing Urban Meyer, thinking that was going to work out. Running back in the first round, and then everything that followed Urban Meyer, which ultimately led to his firing. But um, I just think that is one of the worst things that can happen to a rookie quarterback. You're supposed to be the play caller. You're supposed to be the leader. All the eyes are on you, and... You know, he's, you know, how his picture was in uh, in college. He was a quiet, soft-spoken, very nice, very respectable young man. He was playing amazing, and he didn't have really anything else to think about. Jeez, go to, go to your, you know, basket weaving class, go to PE, and then go play football, you know? But now he's got all these, everything he's got to worry about, spotlights on him. He's got all these situations going on with his head coach. I think this year, in the grand scheme of things, when it's all said and done, I think the rookie year is going to be something that's just thrown away when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. And I think rightfully so. I don't think this year is going to show hint towards his career at all, which, but yeah, definitely a, a horrible year for him. But I wanted to go back to the uh, Rams and Vikings one, game. One quick we thing. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I feel like it's an issue because 
a lot of these other quarterbacks, with the exception of Mac Jones and Trey Lance, who hasn't really played until maybe this week, but the other guys are showing flashes in bad situations. Justin Fields, obviously, he's in probably just as bad situation as Lawrence. Would you agree? Yeah. Pretty close. Uh-huh. And Fields has said. Fluth has had flashes of being a future star with his play. I mean, obviously, he's been inconsistent, but he's shown he can be a star if he can get good coaching, better weapons around him. Um, Zach Wilson, again, he's had flashes. Even Davis Mills with a terrible court roundup has looked good. But Lawrence just haven't seen really much to show he's going to be the guy, regardless of how bad the situation is around him. He should be showing, I think, a little more than he is. Um, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I want get your thoughts on this to follow that up. Um, obviously, everything that happens at practice, everything that happens in a game, everything that happens football-related is one side of the coin, and it's obviously the majority side of the coin. But how much do you think exterior stuff plays in because like the Jets haven't heard anything bad about the Jets this year which by the way shout out to the Jets and shout out to uh one particular Jets fan but um the situation everything else around football you know how the scene you could write a paper on the scene in Jacksonville this year and what could you really say I mean the Jets have sucked obviously but um but, you know, how much does the outside of football weigh into it for you at all? I mean, it obviously does. I'm just saying, like, if this was a normal first-round quarterback, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. But this was the most hyped college quarterback since Peyton Manning. He was supposed to be the future of the NFL. Like, he's just looking like lost rookie out there. When you've seen more potential from guys that – weren't supposed to be anywhere near his level. Yeah, that is concerning. But at the end of the day, I'm 22. One time I got drunk at work. One time I got inside of a sewer at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, one time, you know, I've done some dumb things. I'm 23. Trevor Lawrence is 22, and he's got a – he's – Millions of people talking about him every week. Millions of people watching him every week. And he's got this huge scandal because of his freaking head coach. You don't think that that takes a toll on him mentally at all? I don't think anybody who's millions of people have ever watched the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, I mean, obviously, I think it's a toll. What about, like, all together? Like, people that watch highlights, people that watch SportsCenter, people that watch something that happens when Trevor Lawrence, do you think... uh, I, I'm not going to write him off. I just think it's kind of a worry that, you know, even you think maybe with the distractions gone that he might be able to improve a little bit the last couple of weeks. And he's, you know, he's, he's been fine, but just hasn't been the, the guy. He, but, I mean, hope best luck for him next year. Hopefully the Jags will bring a good offensive coach for him and he'll be able to bounce back next year and really show he's the future in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so any any more games that caught your eye this week? Anything you want to? The Giants, uh, their offense is, might be the worst I've ever seen. Jake Fromm was terrible. Somehow Mike Glennon was better than him. Um, Eagles coming back from playoff race. 
I think they should be able to sneak in there with Vikings falling and probably going to lose versus Green Bay. A um, couple other games. Nick Foles led his team to victory again. He's Seahawks, just a big disappointment this year. Looks like might be the end of Russ and Pete Carroll. Yeah. Um, a couple other games. Chiefs Which sucks because that is my team on Madden. They were, sadly. They were. Yeah. But, you remember getting your he, ass kicked on the regular? Sadly, I do. Yeah, you do. Um, wait, 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 wait. Do you have something really important to say? Because I do. But I'll let you go first. No, you can go ahead. Okay. So this this all started, I don't know, I don't know how we got here. But this all started because of your thoughts on the Rams and Vikings game. And... When Beerly was just uh, a myth, when Beerly was just a thought, just when it was still a sperm, right? Um, sure. And we were doing these off-season, uh, off-season episodes that nobody was listening to, right? We did these. Um, sure, sure. We did. Do you remember the uh, the one episode of uh, what was that? We did like the not the award, the superlatives or not so superlatives? You remember? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and rings a bell. My most disappointing team was the Minnesota Vikings. Would you I said it would be the most disappointing year to be a Minnesota Vikings fan. I said that verbatim. If you're a Minnesota Vikings fan this year, you will be thoroughly disappointed. How do you think that take panned out? It did pan him out. I mean this team's got a lot of talent. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He's Obviously nobody's really a Vikings fan, but if you were a Vikings right. fan, how disappointed would you be in this year and all the losses and the way they've lost well, that'd, that'd be, be very take, right? I think I think Viking fans are 100% ready to get Mike Zimmer out that door. I don't think there's any way he should be brought back next year. Team has a lot of talent. People are questioning Kirk Cousins whether they should move on from him. I think it's time they get a new coach and see what Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, Cook, all those weapons can do with a less conservative coach than Mike Zimmer. I agree, a thousand percent. Um, I don't know. I don't know what more we'd see out of Kirk than this, but I mean, you never know until you try, and it is definitely time to get Mike Zimmer out the door and somebody else into the door. Speaking mm-hmm. of somebody else in the door, we have our first of two guests tonight. Look who decided to join the party, Zach, sports guy Zach, really sports. This is Zach. Welcome to the podcast. Calling from quarantine. Yeah, it's a quarantine call-in. Oh, you sound disgusting, my boy. What are you, Carson Wentz? No, you sound you sound fine. You sound beautiful as ever. Yeah, I told I the podcast fine. that I was going to be the host for the rest of the year. So, yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, but it's just, it shows in the ratings what people thought about that. <laughs> yeah, we, we got one play last week, and my mom listened <laughs> to it, and I listened to it. So my mom didn't even <laughs> really listen to it. She just told me she did. But yeah, let's. Uh, yeah. We had a great week sixteen. Let's get into. Oh no! What am I doing? Last week. Let's talk about last week. Last week's pick'em. Gary, you sucked. I don't know how you're in first place. Um, you yeah, came last. I just want to get that out of the way. So who do you guys bad think week. won? Me, Zach, or Gary? I'm gonna go with Trevor. I feel like I always choose Trevor, and I'm always right. So I'll go with Trevor. Okay. Well, I, I felt pretty good about my picks. I was watching the games. I think I did okay. Gotcha. Well, I know who won, so I am going to just not go with Carrie. Carrie went eight and eight. Good enough for last place. Congratulations, idiot. 
Um, Zach, yeah, don't know what Zach, it feels like. miss a week on the show. You know, we're lost without you. But you make it up and pick them. You went 12-4. and four. You only picked wrong yeah. the Jags game, which was a close one. And I'm not going to blame you for picking against the Jets by any means. The Chargers, which all three of us picked that wrong. The Broncos, which all three of us picked that wrong. And the Seahawks, which all three of us picked that wrong. So you almost really, if the stars aligned the way they should have, you should have went 16-0. I felt pretty good about my picks. You looked uh, pretty when the good. Broncos lost. I was like, "Ah, oh, come on!" Yeah, because that was a close game too. Yeah, because I thought the Raiders had pretty much given up on the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah I felt pretty good about my twelve picks. and four. I went ten and six, and Kerry went eight and eight. I have no clue whatsoever what the overall standings are. I think Kerry was ahead of me by somewhere between like six to eight games, and I think I was ahead of Zach by like. Three to six, three to seven, maybe. So Zach def- Zach made two games on me, and I made two games on Kerry. Kerry's probably still in first, but if you don't, yeah, he had a pretty big lead, but it's getting closer as we come down to the finish. Yeah, you definitely sound like shit, like you're sick. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Kerry, yeah, if um. If you didn't think you were going to shit your pants when it came to pick them, you might start thinking about it. Start nah. for another pair of, of pants or because, a lot you know what of I do? Old Spice body spray. Speaking of Old Spice, we are the official... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, go ahead. What? All I do is win. I mean, I'm not even worried. You you guys doubted me all season long in the Barely yeah, Fantasy eight, League. By the way. And who's the only one to make the Barely Fantasy Championships? Hero, truly... The go. You're gonna get crushed. Kerry, you picked You're the Lions to win this week. You picked yeah, the Lions is... to win, which was stupid. So that's why my you went eight stupid. and eight. You know why else you went eight and eight? You picked the Ravens. Okay. Sorry for picking on your boy Lamar. Yeah, what was he gonna do from the bench, man? He inspired hey, them. He inspired that offense. They looked okay. He but, does. Um, defense was not up to par. But anyways, excellent week sixteen. Congratulations, Zach. Having a big week. Yeah. Let's go into week 17. No Saturday football this time around, sadly enough. But or, or Thursday. Happy New Year's, which will be the end of me podcasting for the rest of the year because it's the 28th. Oh, I can't wait to say that at the end of the show. All right. We'll see you guys next year. All right. Anyways, let's stay on topic. Game one, week 17. Absolute shootout. Giants at the Bears. (laughs) I'll go first just because I'm pretty sure I know what we're all going to say for this one. I got the Bears. Zach, who do you got? Uh, Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Gary, you want to be that guy and go for the Giants? Big Dick Nick. Oh, yeah? Okay. Big Dick Nick. (laughs) No, I want to hear you say it. Bears. Honestly, but I feel like the Bears – the team that would let us down and then lose to a team like the Giants. I'm, I feel like Matt Nagy, the game the is Steelers supposed to win. Actually, I'm going to just let you be stupid from now on. Alright, we got... <laughs> oh, excuse me. We got the Battle of the Beerly Boys. Game number two. Minus me. The Battle of the, the uh, co-host, since I'm the guy right now. Uh, we got the Jags at the Patriots. Zach. 
Please. I'm begging you. Mac Jones has looked like dog shit the past two weeks. Please. I know you're coming back and you're all strong, but if you believe in comebacks and all that comes with that, pick the Jags. All right. You guys got to bet on this game. And of a comeback story. Kim Kardashian. Yes. Uh, I love it. But uh, I even it's I, I see it coming every time, and I still love it. <laughs> uh, but I can't pick the Jacksonville Jaguars after they lost the Jets. Just can't do it. I'm going Patriots. That is embarrassing. However, shout out to Jets fan. Um, also, shout out to Ireland. Oh, shout out to Ireland. We have not done that yet. We probably wouldn't have done that if you didn't join, Zach. So yeah, that was amazing. So Gary, I realize I edited. Podcast. I realized how bad you guys fucked up last week, right? <laughs> Listen, man, last week was one for the books. Um, <laughs> you never win if you never lose. Okay, so Kerry takes the Patriots. So I'm not even going to ask him. Actually, wow. Actually, Kerry, I'll ask you: Patriots or Jaguars? Fun fact: I'll actually be no, no fun facts. Patriots Just say Patriots, so we can move on. Patriots will beat the Jags and. Make the playoffs so they can get destroyed the first round. Patriots Whoa. win. Well, it depends who they play on the first round. We can talk about that another time. Game three. Ooh, I'm gonna ooh, I'm gonna go first on this one. Man, is there any chance Lamar plays this week, Kerry? I feel like you know that. Um, supposedly I heard if he practices, there's a good chance he play. But if he doesn't practice at all, there's no way he'll play. Nope. I'd expect Huntley to be starting this week. Gotcha. If you're ever needing to know something about Lamar Jackson, don't ask a fan. Ask a hater, because they're the biggest fans. Anyways, Lamar Jackson is officially listed as questionable. Um, he does have a chance to practice Wednesday. Um, Harbaugh's looking forward to it, he said on Monday. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't expect to start as of right now. It's only Tuesday. It's like the second or third day of the week. So... But it's tomorrow, so if he practices tomorrow, we'll see. Um, I would actually put this on a conditional just because how much I believe in Lamar. But I'm going Rams <laughs> since Lamar is not a Lamar is not a an exclamation point. What about you, Gary? I'm gonna go Rams. Rams looked good last week. Looks like they'll be taking the NFC West this year, and I think they should have a pretty easy win against a terrible, terrible Baltimore defense. Zach. I'm going to go with L.A. I don't know why you said it like that, but I respect it. Because that's how they say it in L.A. I've never been, so I would have no idea. But shout out to Anthony, a.k.a. Lil Dort, a.k.a. Karnikosa. Baby Daddy lives in Cali, so maybe we can go take a trip (laughs) and see him one day. But, yes, I hope Lamar plays. Um, Next game, Bucks at the Jets. Completed Bucks team, but still won very one-sided, very strong last week. Uh, Zach, I'll let you go first. Who did they play last week again? I forget. Played the, the Panthers, Panthers and won 32-6. to six. Cam Newton was quarterback, correct? And then they went Sam Darnold? Correct. Uh, no, they actually did both. They literally would go to one, next drive, go back to the other, and so forth. It was like a University of Florida offense like three years ago. Basically, they've been doing it for the last three weeks. So basically what you're telling me is that they're like, who are we going to cut this offseason? Let's see who plays better. 
Or who gets Supposedly mono. It's, it's, it sounds like Darnold might actually start. Down but never out. Man, I almost howled. If this wasn't going public, I would have I will say, although it was a one-sided victory for the Bucks last week, they didn't look that great. Well, they're missing Um, a lot of important guys. A lot of important guys. Yeah, they they are. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying they didn't look that great. That game was one-sided because the Panthers are that bad. Um, That being said, the Jets are also that bad, so I'm taking the Bucks. Sorry, Jets fan. Uh, Carrie, I think this should be rather obvious. I'm going to go ahead and start writing Bucks very slowly, but I'll stop if you tell me you want to pick the Jets. I will go with Trevor's trademark phrase on this one. Bucks by um, 50, bitch. Yes. 50. Absolutely. Great. The Jets are well, going to win now. Guarantees the Jets are going to make it a close game now. No, but, but listen, that's not a thing you can say when you're playing the Jets. That's something you say when there's a big game coming up. And you're hyped for the big game, and you just know the Bucks are going to handle business. This is not a Bucks by 50 occasion. If the Bucks by 50 actually happens, it's just because they're playing the Jets. It's a it's a mentality. Anyways, uh, okay. We have a matchup of the century next week. Two of the best players in the NFL going at it. Um, Kyle Pitts and the Falcons are headed to Buffalo to take on Josh Allen and the Bills. I will go first this one just because I was right about Josh Allen. I was better than Herbert, and I'm still taking him over Herbert, even though I don't want to start arguing about that because we won't stop. I know how we are. I'm taking the Bills as I would expect to be a clean sweep. What do you guys think? Who wants to go next? Yeah, I'm taking the Bills as well. I think the Falcons are done for this year. Uh, they just don't look that good offensively, especially with some mediocre tight end with Kyle Pitts. Right. Um, they're not getting the ball to Cordero Patterson enough. And I hope he gets last game why they weren't able to score enough points. I hope you get really sick. <laughs> wow. I hope I hope he gets – you live in Georgia. Listen, Zach lives in Georgia. I hope he gets so sick that he becomes a make-a-wish kid. His last make-a-wish <laughs> is he gets to go to a Falcons game and hang out with Kyle Pitts, and that's all they offer him. But yeah. Why do you? Why would you? Why would you want to hang out with a tight end that is one touchdown? Like I'd rather hang out with Hayden. Oh, Gary, who are you picking this week? I wish there's nothing else in the world I'd want than the Falcons to win, but sadly they suck. Right. Bills by fourteen. Quick fire. Yes, no response. Week one, twenty twenty two regular season. Zach is Matt Ryan. Atlanta. Yes or no? Hurry. Week one? Yeah. Don't Atlanta, think. I'm going to say yes. Carrie? I'm going to say yes, and they also draft a rookie quarterback. I'm going to say no. All right. Next get Wait, Carrie, you took Bills, right? Obviously. Yeah. We have a smoke show of a game at 1 p.m., and it is on New Year's second Sunday I'm <laughs> off of work I'm ordering sushi for this game I'm gonna have red zone on the on the laptop and have this game on the TV 1 p.m gonna come out a better time happy New Year's we got the Chiefs at the Bengals that's gonna be a great game who do we got for that I'm not going first uh, I'll go oh okay hater uh Chiefs by 20. 
Wow. Yeah, I the Chiefs defense has turned it around this year. Um, you know, Joe Burrow kind of padded his stats last week, throwing the ball deep in the fourth quarter up by a lot. I knew you wouldn't like uh, that. He's not going to be able to do the same thing against the Chiefs defense that has really turned it around since about week five or six. When Zach was um, constantly hating on them and saying they were never going to make the playoffs, good times. I'm saying unless something dramatic changed, then they weren't. And something dramatic changed, they're actually able to stop an offense. And they do it pretty consistently now. So, there you go. Uh, but, a lot better. It's been the tail of two ends for them this year. Yep. Zach, you're taking the Chiefs? Yep. I'm taking the Chiefs <sighs> by double digits. Um, I am going to go next just because I don't want to sound like I'm copying Carrie, And I think I know who Carrie's going with. Even though he should have learned his lesson last week. Uh, you're wrong, man. Oh, they're taking the Chiefs. I am. Okay. Carrie is taking the Chiefs as well. Um, and this is so tempting because the Chiefs have Tommy Townsend and Johnny Townsend, but the Bengals have Evan McPherson. Wow. Punter <laughs> versus kicker. What a matchup. No. <laughs> kicker versus brother <laughs> punters. That's no. hard. Um, I'm going with Evie Mack. Give me the Bengals. This is a game I make up with Perry. We've actually had a lot of clean sweeps um, so far. Rams, Patriots, Bears. But we have all <laughs> clean sweeps until this game. So I'm taking the Bengals. I'm different. Um, if any girl that I'm talking to is listening to this, just I'm not like the rest of the guys. Anyways, next game, um, Dolphins at Titans. I'll go first. Taking the tits. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans. Sorry, Dolphins fans. Sorry, Cass. Sorry, Kaylee. Sorry, Alba. Sorry, August. I'm not sorry. Stop. I'm also taking the Titans. And no. all those people you need to go fuck themselves. <laughs> okay, dude. Time to draw in. <laughs> Alright, we will our next argument on on this podcast will be about Carrie's girlfriend. Anyways, um Carrie. Taking the Dolphins? <laughs> Taking the Fens, bro? I have picked the Dolphins seven straight weeks. I have been right seven straight weeks. And this is the week it comes to an end. Oh, Tennessee, everything Tennessee that comes, just, comes to an end. Exactly. I think the Titans defend in a low-scoring game and pull out the home win. Awesome. Oh, boy. Cass is happy about that. No, buddy. I'm going to get beat tonight, boys. You're going to get a spank. Hey, drink some more of that yingling. You might actually like it. Um, next game, we got the Raiders and the Colts. Uh, I mean, I'd imagine we're all going Colts, but does anybody want to surprise me and pick the Raiders? I'm I'm going Raiders with okay. Wentz out. With Wentz out, I I think they shut somehow. I don't know how, but I think they'll shut down JT and force whoever starting. Being the Raiders, the they're gonna all oh, the Raiders are gonna shut down. Okay. Okay, Gary. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I can't be with Carrie on that one. You trust Sam Erlinger? No, I hate Sam. I don't hate him because I don't hate anybody. But I just I don't see success in Sam Ellinger's in the NFL. That's nuts to me. But you know, it's twenty twenty one. Guys are going two for three for fourteen yards and winning games. So if Mac Jones can do it, <laughs> him and all his DUIs, why can't Sam Ellinger, you know? 
Yeah. His middle name is McCorkle, so oh, don't even get me started. Yeah, I'm going Colts. Also, the Colts have a better running game than that other quarterback who went two for three for 14 yards. And I, I think Sam Ellinger can play like Taysom Hill and win this game. I think he's going to. I think he's going to. I think he's going has to. He, has he played an NFL snap before? I don't think so, Probably right? Probably not. Probably not. But my bet is over for him playing. So if he does good, that's fine. He'll probably if he does if he plays good, they win. And I pick up a game on Kerry. Um moving on, geez, I cannot wait to good. Yeah. But moving on, I absolutely cannot wait for the last game of our pick'em in the one o'clock window. I cannot wait to not watch this game. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team. I'm not going first. I'll go first. Ta- Zach, Taylor Heineke is not a top 10 quarterback. Honestly, he might be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Eagles looking strong. Know. The Reds, the, sorry, not Redskins. Football team has nobody left on defense. Whoa! He'll blow them out. Whoa! You can't say that, dude. Zach, you're wow, way sorry too for saying the Redskins. Your immune system is about to blow up. I thought this was 2019. Sorry, guys. Wait, what did you say? What did you say? What did he say? The Washington Redskins. Gary! We're going to get shadow banned. I don't even know what that means. We're going to get banned. We're done. It's been real, guys. I appreciate all of you who have tuned into a Beerly Sports episode, Beerly Football episode. (laughs) Check out the Hoops podcast where we do not use slurs. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Zach, are you interested in picking that Washington football team with that top 10 quarterback? Uh, no, I'm taking the Eagles. Dude, this week's pick sucks. Like, all of them have been the same except, like, two games. All right, um, first game in the 4 o'clock window, a division matchup, which has potential to be very entertaining. Broncos at Chargers. I will go with the Chargers. Hopefully, Herbert can pick it back up and be a team he's supposed to beat. Quick question for you guys. What? With the five, with the first five seeds clinched the NFC, do you think the Niners and Philly will finish out as the last two wild cards? Or do you think like Minnesota, Atlanta, New Orleans will be able to take back one of the spots? Or do you think it will pretty much finish up how it is right now? Did you say Atlanta, New Orleans? They're the next ones out after Philly and... San Francisco. Okay. It just got weird. If Atlanta, if the Atlanta Falcons make the playoffs, I should add on the back of Kyle Pitts, I will donate. (laughs) Okay. This sounded so much better in my head. Now I just sound cheap. Maybe I'm just poor. I will donate $15 to a charity. (laughs) (laughs) Are you special? But, um,. In the NFC, yeah, I don't see them making the playoffs. I think the Cards will make the playoffs as a wild card. I think the Niners will. We're going to see three I mean, out of that division. The, um, Ram- the, Ni- the Niners do have to play the Rams. The Eagles have to play the Cowboys. Even New Orleans is 7-8, and eight, but they still got two winnable games against the Falcons and uh, the Panthers. So, you never know. I would know. definitely what, pick what the Saints start? over the, um, the Falcons every time. Every time. It may come down to that week 18 game between the Saints, Saints and the Falcons. You never know. 
But when it may come down, it always comes to an end. And yeah. you know, Kyle Pitts will not catch a touchdown. Anyways, thanks for bringing up the NFC wild card, Kerry, when we're talking about the Broncos and Chargers. I picked the Chargers. Do you guys want to pick this game, or do you guys want to talk about the NFC wild card picture? Uh, I want to pick this game, and I'm taking Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Chargers. Gary, just say it. We got another clean sweep. Chargers. Uh, Broncos look terrible when they can't run, and somehow the Raiders' terrible run defense shut down Williams and Gordon last week. Even the Chargers can sh- somehow shut them down this week. Herbert. God, yeah. Next, we have what should be an obvious clean sweep, but one of these teams has Davis Mills. We have the Houston Davis Millses. Millses is going into San Fran, taking on the Niners. I got the Niners. Ugly loss last week, but I'm taking them. Carrie, you go ahead. I am. Here's your shocker of the week. I am going to the Texans. It looks like Trey Lance will most likely be starting this weekend. Um, he looked kind of iffy against the Cardinals early this year. Davis Mills is kind of looking like the best rookie quarterback right now. Texans looking good last couple games. Is he a better rookie Texans. quarterback than Kerry? Mac Jones. He's looked better than Mac That's Jones. That's crazy because I thought Mac Jones had a talent, wildly talented arm. And he's in a great system with a great defense. Accurate. Talented? Shut up. Mm. I don't know why I try to argue. But I'm with saying you. Texans, Texans is not, exactly Texans. My big upset pick of the week. Zach, go with him. Say Texans. Uh, well, I was gonna pick the Texans actually until he picked them, because one of them has a quarterback that was mentored by Tyrod Taylor, and the other one that is a, but... that is an amazing point. <laughs> I'm going with the Niners. Uh, as good as Davis Mills has been playing, I don't think he's gonna continue the streak. Uh. Tough game for them this week. Going up against a good NFC West team. I, I see the Niners taking this one down. Got it. Got it. Next what, game. What, quick, quick question about Davis Mills. Do you guys think um, he'll be starting next year for Houston? I mean, with the exception of the Bills game, he threw four interceptions. He's had a pretty good year for a team with not really great weapons. Yeah, he'll probably be their starter next year. I think so, especially if he finishes out playing – 75 even close to as well right now. yeah anything close to how he's playing right now he'll definitely be the starter and they can address all the other holes they have on their team this offseason with some at least some hope in davis Mills. But yeah i mean he's, like he's averaging like he's averaging like 250 yards 67 percent completion five touchdowns one pick two on record since taking over for tyrod looks like the tyrod taylor curse lives on um, have you have you guys seen what Davis Mills looks like? Yeah, I've he looks like discount Mike Glennon. I saw this tweet that was like, he looks like a Mike Glennon variant. <laughs> Good one. Yes. Next game, a team that Kerry loves to almost pick every week. Zach, do you know what I'm talking about? We're talking about the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions heading to the 12th, man. City of Seattle to take on the Seahawks. I took the Hawks. Zach, are you taking the Hawks as well? Oh, this is a tough game. It is. I almost want to pick the Lions just because the Seahawks are so out of whack today. Uh, I mean, there's already rumors that Russell is gone after this year. Cleveland. 
pack it up and go to Cleveland, Russ. Could you imagine you know, Russell Wilson behind that line? I not only have to make up games on Kerry, but I got to make up games on you too. So I'm going to take the Lions. And it is week 17 now, so you better start getting funky. Kerry, Hawks, Lions, break the tie. I love the Lions. They fight hard every week, but I need to stop picking them. Seahawks. Hawks, respectable. All right, a few more games left. This one should be a good one. Cardinals, Cowboys. I will let Kerry go first on this one. I'm go Cowboys. Cowboys really starting had a great game for Washington. Cardinals going the opposite way. Again. Making up some ground. What just happened? Why is everyone quiet? I don't know. Maybe we just established that the Cowboys are good and it just makes everyone sad. Okay. Anyways, Zach? No, you said the Cardinals are, are folding and I said again. And then oh, you said I thought, yeah, my mind was somewhere else. Um, yes. <laughs> Zach, who are you taking? Cards, boys. Uh, give me the boys at home against the Cardinals team that, again, like I said, is fading down the stretch. Uh, I think the boys take this one at home. Got it. I actually know for a fact that the Cardinals are going to win this game and kind of cement their spot in the uh, in the playoffs. But I'm taking the Cowboys as well for literally no reason. Um, next, man, you got to really have some patience to watch this game. Panthers at Saints. <laughs> I'm definitely not going first with this one. Kerry, you got to go first again. Pick this doozy. I'm going to say Saints pull it out. Don't Any really know why. In particular? I don't know. I just don't really want to think about this game, basically. Yeah, I would literally flip a coin. On the, and I'm actually going to do that while Zach's picking. Zach uh, give Saints. me the Saints. Uh, I don't like the Panthers at all. They don't even know who their quarterback is. Facts. Granted, neither do the Saints, but at least that seems, ironically, a more stable situation. At least one of them has Alvin Kamara. All right, heads for Saints, tails for Panthers. Clean sweep for the Saints. Um, Vikings, Packers, Sunday night football, Kirk in primetime. Scary. Packers by a lot. What about you, Zach? I can't pick against Aaron Rodgers. I like Captain Kirk. I think he'll have a good game, but I'm taking the Packers. I feel like Justin Jefferson is going to go absolutely berserk under the lights. Gary, I know you think the same. You think highly about Justin Jefferson. Is that enough? What I just said, that I think he's going to have a good game. Is that enough for Lambeau under the lights? Her cousins winning a big game. Yeah, no. Packers okay. by 20. Respectable. Moving on. Last game of the week. Monday night football. Browns at Steelers. What do you got, Kerry? Uh, I don't like this game either. Um, uh, Steelers. Steelers, Steelers. Zach, what about you? Who's the quarterback for the Browns right now? Bradley Bake. What? Bake. We were me and you were sitting side by side, lap to lap, arms around each other on the Baker train, like 
six, seven weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago. Yeah, I feel like it was longer than that, but you know, as bad as Baker Mayfield has played this year, I think he's still got a better arm than Ben Roethlisberger does right now. Give me the Browns. Sounds good. All right. Um, so Zach has the Browns. Jared has the Steelers. BS, Beerly Sports. What's more important, Beerly or Sports? Which came first, Beerly or Sports? Sports did. Um, give me the Saints. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. But, um, no, the Saints might win that game. Huh? Did I say Saints? You did, sir. I meant Steelers. S. That just lets you know I don't believe in the Steelers. I just picked it because sports came before Beerly. Chicken came before the egg. Anyways, Zach, that was all for Pick'em. The time for you to go back into resting to healing so we can have the best co-host back this time next week. Yeah, I'm currently doing uh, NFL COVID protocols. I'm fully vaccinated, so I'm just waiting on that negative test to come back, and I'll be I'll be full-time in it again. So. Zach is all over the health and safety. We, well, expect, we expect him to be activated by next Monday. We expect yeah. it. But if you have Zach in fantasy, keep an eye on it. I keep him on your bench for now because you never know. Yeah. Play it but, safe. Maybe leave someone open at your flex position. Don't yeah, want to waste it. You know. That's true. Mm-hmm. You never yeah. know with Zach. You know. Yeah, you know I do have that. You know, sub five forty still in me. So I know Goodness. I'm aging, but who got it in me? Mm-hmm. So if you can see him, <laughs> you never know. But um, yeah, we look forward to having you back on Zach next week, and you saying hello and welcome back to another episode of Beerly Sports Beerly Football Podcast. I'm your host Zachary Smith. I haven't heard that in a while, and. I'm ready to hear it again. Yeah. yeah. I, it was good talking to you guys. I hadn't talked to you in a while. Get some rest. Maybe get a beer in you. You never know. Think about, think about Tyrod Taylor. Just think about Tyrod Taylor for me, all right? That'll make every, everything okay. I'm looking forward all to right. talking about Tyrod next week in the Jags. But, yeah, we'll see you then. All right. See you. All right. So, Zach is out of here. He's going to move on to me and Carrie having a very a little short conversation, which could turn into, into an argument might turn into an argument, probably will turn into an argument, will turn into an argument. Which of these young wide receivers will have the best NFL career? Terry tweeted this out from the Twitter account this morning, three minutes before noon on the East Coast. Just got it out right before the timeline got hot. Excellent question. We received a lot of responses to this, but for young wide receivers, which will have the best career? And why? The options are Jamar Chase in Cincinnati, CeeDee Lamb in Dallas, Jay Jettas, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota, and Mr. Waddle, one of the best celebrations in the NFL, Jalen Waddle in Miami. Gary, who do you got out of these four young wide receivers? Really, I don't think there's a wrong answer. There's a worst answer, and I think that's Jalen Waddle. And I know your girlfriend is a big Dolphins fan, so I hope you don't pick Waddle. But go ahead. Go first. Who are you taking out of these young four studs? Honestly, the guys that won't. I'll just go over quick the guys that won't take. Um, Lamb, I think he's a good wide receiver. I don't think he's – he's not the Cowboys' number one. I don't, I don't think he can get the level that these other guys can. I think he's a great wide receiver, but I just don't think he's ever going to be in the you know, top ten contention. Um, 
Jalen Waddle. I think he's a really talented wide receiver. He's looks like he's going to break the all-time record for rookie receptions. But it's kind of hard to tell with a quarterback like Tua how good Waddle could be. He's kind of a, you know, short passes, nothing really big. So I like him, but it's just where he's going to go with Tua as his quarterback. Chase, I like, but he's kind of a hit or miss for me. Um, he's He disappeared a little bit for stretch there, but you really just can't not pick Justin Jefferson. That man is a beast. You hated on him last year for no reason. He's, I would definitely in my top five. He might even be in my top three receivers right now. Really? He passed, he passed OBJ um, this past game for most, was it most yards or receptions? Uh, yards in your first two seasons. He had 1,400 last year, and he's at... 1451 this year. Yeah, he had 1400 yards, seven touchdowns last year. 1451, nine touchdowns this year. He is one of the best receivers. I think he could end up being the best receiver in the NFL. He is unguardable. He's had a couple bad games here and there, but otherwise, he's had a great sophomore season. You, it, there's just really no arguments. He's a great wide receiver, and he's only going to get better from here. It's only his second year. However, how many wide receivers have looked this good in the second year? Uh, not a lot have, but I'll tell you who will in and, a minute. And one, one more thing. And, you know, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He's not a great one. I mean, imagine if Justin Jefferson was with Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Jamar yeah, Chase. None of the quarterbacks here are with I mean, none of the receivers say, here are with them. I'd say Burroughs are a better quarterback than Cousins. Or around that same level. Yeah. I think the uh, with Cousins, I don't think Jefferson's going to get that much better. Like, I see kind of a limit with him as long as Cousins quarterback. Would you agree? Well, Burrow, he's only going to get better, I think, from here. I don't know. What do you mean a limit with Justin Jefferson? I mean, Kirk Cousins is a guy that, I mean, if you had to give me a, a top five or six quarter, if I told you there was a quarterback that was going to throw for... 400 yards this week, and I told you to guess six guys. Wouldn't Kurt be in there, maybe, or right outside? Right outside, but... Standpoint? I don't think... You know, Devontae Adams, honestly, I think it's a little overrated. Do you think... Okay, wait. Hang on. I know I didn't hear that right. Go ahead. No, please say that again. Please say that again. I'm putting this... I'm clipping this, and I'm putting this on Twitter. And Packers fans, we we got a guest on in a little bit. That is like a leader of a Packers cult. So Packers fans going to be listening to this episode. I want to make sure I heard you clear, and I want to make sure they heard you clear. So go ahead and say that again. Devontae Adams is a little overrated. Packers are 7-0 and without Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a great receiver. He's probably the best in the NFL. But he is Aaron Rodgers' quarterback. Who knows? Is Justin Jefferson the best receiver in the NFL with Aaron Rodgers? Is Tyreek Hill the best? It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, we've never seen Adam play without Rodgers. Do you not think that Aaron Rodgers, probably the best quarterback in the NFL, has increased the level of Devontae Adams' play? It, that's why it's, you know, it's kind of hard to rank these receivers when you go from a guy to Kirk Cousins to Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, there's a drop-off there. Imagine okay. a guy like Justin Jefferson with Aaron Rodgers. Hey, how did, how, how, tell me how just said this in the same freaking sentence you said 
He's probably the best receiver in the NFL, but he's overrated. What does that what does that mean? Is it not simple enough for you to understand? I don't understand that at all. How is somebody the best receiver in the NFL, but they're overrated? We don't know what he'd do without Rodgers. How many receivers have I, looked oh like? Oh, my goodness. This is one thing I hate about you and Zach. What if he didn't have Aaron? What if this? What if it was snowing yesterday in England instead of if, Baltimore? If, what if I, it's a simple well, question. If were, Would Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson be the same guys without Aaron Who cares? Would Julian Edelman, Wes Welker be the same receivers without Tom Brady? Or are they elevated by the quarterback's play? <laughs> Yes, obviously. Do you think Kirk? Do you think Kirk Cousins is elevating Justin Jefferson's play, or um, is it Justin I Jefferson think... elevating Kirk Cousins? Would Kirk Cousins be the same without Justin Jefferson? I think no. it's both. Okay, but like, you hear me think... out. You're a receiver. You really don't care. I mean, anything about your yards and your touchdowns. Justin Jefferson is with a quarterback that throws for yards and touchdowns. And he also doesn't show up in many big games. Okay, but like, how many times, really, how many times is, how many is times are the is Minnesota Vikings in big game? How many times has Kirk Cousins missed Jeff, Justin Jefferson? Okay, let me ask you Honestly, not every team is a top 10 quarterback, so there's plenty of wide receivers. Oh, we'll never know what they're going to do. Hollywood Brown will never know what he'll do without Lamar Jackson. Which okay, let me ask another you a question. Good, Sure. If you have a wide receiver coming into the NFL, I said it's coming a lot this podcast. But um, if there's two receivers in the NFL, and I say I tell these two receivers, hey, I'm gonna put one of you guys on a team with a quarterback that threw, how many games has it been? 16, 15, 16. Through 16 games, has thrown 3,700 yards and 33 touchdowns. And I'm going to put another one of you on a team with a quarterback that has thrown 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I bet you couldn't even tell me without looking which one is Kirk Cousins and which one's Aaron Rodgers. Which one is thrown for 4,000 yards and 30 yards and which one is thrown for 3,733 touchdowns. Please tell me. Are you seriously comparing Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers? No, but I'm comparing their stats. I mean, a quarter, they're both quarterbacks that throw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. That's all you care about as a receiver. I don't oh, no. care about here, my what, quarterback's progression. I care about getting open. Listen, yeah. is De, is Devonte Adams the same receiver if he goes to Oakland with Derek Carr? Okay, is he don't the same? Even say, don't, okay, first of all, they're not even in Oakland anymore. What? Okay, if Devonte Adams goes to Las Vegas, would he be the definite number one wide receiver in the NFL? Definite. Would he be better than Hopkins, Diggs, no, Jefferson? Don't say that. Say say if he goes to the Vikings, if they switch spots. Because we're only comparing these two guys. So what would they do if they switched spots? Do that. Because if you if you do that, if you do that with Devontae Adams, you have to do the same thing with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and I think Jefferson would be better. Obviously, a lot of people would regard him higher than Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, no, don't, no, no. You see what you just did there? You put Devontae Adams on the Raiders and you put Justin Jefferson on the Packers. Put them both on the Raiders and tell me who do you really think would be better? Right now, I'd say Adams. I, but. No, 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 oh, 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 okay. All right. 
Wait, 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 wait. Is this arguing about Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson? No. Well, it kind of was because you said he was overrated. All right. Who you agree? What? What's your? Who are you picking then? Yeah. Back yeah. I like what you just did. You took the L, and you shut up. Uh, no, I really respect Justin Jefferson a lot. He's amazing. Uh, I trashed him all all last year. Well, it's because he went to LSU, and like you got to understand, like my loyalty lies a lot of places, never with my girlfriends, um, but a lot with my Florida Gators and their football team, and he just peed all over us, especially that year when they had um, Joe Burrow, Hyde Edwards-Alaire, Thad Moss, Justin Jefferson, and who was the other receiver they had on that team, the LSU team? He's in the NFL now. I'm not sure offhand. No, he was number one. He's Now he's in the NFL. He's a top five pick. Jamar Chase is my pick. Yes, sir. You should have seen that coming. Okay, speaking of coming, 68 receptions. He's going to have 1,200 at least by the time the year's over and 10 touchdowns. And while he might not get to the 1,400 that Justin Jefferson got last year, with Burrow's inconsistent play in an offensive line that I think is going to be elevated next year, I think Burrow is going to have a better and more consistent year next year than he has this year, which is going to give Jamar Chase an even higher ceiling for next year. And, oh, by the way, he's in double-digit touchdowns already, which, you know, who isn't Justin Jefferson, which taking nothing away from Jefferson – Amazing prospect, amazing player. He cemented himself as top ten. I don't know about top five. He's probably he's probably top five. There's definitely an argument for him being top five, but he is cemented in that top ten. The way he runs routes reminds me of a guy like Devontae Adams we just talked about. But when I'm looking at all the situations around it, I think Jamar Chase is a little bit better deep threat. I think he has chemistry with his quarterback that's definitely going to bleed over till next year and that chemistry is going to get better and hopefully that offensive line gets better in the offseason and I think Justin Jefferson has an amazing sophomore season something maybe like we've never seen before until next year when Jamar Chase has more yards than than Jefferson has this year in his second year and more touchdowns next year than Jefferson does We're probably not going to remember this exact argument, but if we do at the end of next year, I'm going to bring it up, and I'm going to be right, and I'm going to throw it in your face. You being right has never really been a true thing. Remember uh, Sam Darnold? Also, who leads the league in interceptions this year that you never heard of or cared about until I said something about him in the preseason. No, 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 no. Defender. Corner. Starts with Trayvon, ends with Diggs. You're welcome. Uh, I don't know who that is. Sorry. Yeah, I bet you know. Anyways, moving on. I got Chase. Carrie's got Jefferson. We'd bet the house on it. Just how how strong we are in each other's opinions and our own opinions. And if you like to bet on sports, but you're not sure who to take, our friends over at Lock Talk have got you covered. Lock Talk is an interactive, real-time sports betting community for all levels to discuss upcoming bets. You can download the app for free in the Apple App Store today to join the conversation. 
That's spelled LockTalk, L-O-C-C-T-O-C-C. Like I said, the app is free. And if you're into sports betting, you know, maybe you're not the most confident cat. Definitely download definitely, that app. Give it a try. Definitely worth a download. There's They got a pretty big community on there. Free. Mm-hmm. Nothing in life is free. Except for LockTalk. Except LockTalk. Yeah. That should be their, that should be their thing. Anyways, we talked about the Packers a little bit. We talked about Devontae Adams a little bit. I hope our guest was able to hear that and just gather an absolute army to tweet at us to go against Kerry for the blasphemy he just said about Devontae Adams. But we have a special guest on our show, Packers super fan. Follow her on Twitter at Packers underscore season, S-Z-N, the number three, Goots. ER, it's very good to have you on tonight's show. How are you doing? Can you guys hear me? You're coming, coming through crystal clear. Sweet. Uh, I'm doing good. I've never done something like this before, so I'm really excited to be on here with you guys. Good. We're glad to have you on. Um, yeah, obviously obviously a great year to be a Packers fan. Um, easily the best team in the NFL. Stressful. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely stressful. Off season, I had no idea what was what was going to happen. I didn't know if Rodgers was coming back or not. Really happy he is, but you know there was just so much drama leading up to this season. Yeah, there's only so much drama you can go through. I mean, you're 12 and three. I mean, you got to be pretty alleviated right now, right? Oh, absolutely. It's been it's been a solid year. Uh, week one, kind of want to forget that that ever happened. I think that was just preseason game four, but yeah. you know. Other than other than that, uh, the COVID and everything like dealing with that, we've been somewhat lucky, I guess. But injury bug has really bitten us this year. It's been bad. Absolutely. In regards to that, I mean, when you think about it, they've really only lost one game. I mean, if you get rid of Week One, Rodgers was still focusing on Jeopardy, maybe, um, and then the game he missed with COVID. So really, only one loss. We, I mean, they probably would have won that game if he didn't miss that one week from COVID. So they look. Probably the best team in football right now, I'd say, honestly. Probably. I would say definitely. I would say definitely. I think we are. I think we're up there. Um, it just scares me the way that our defense has performed the past, uh, like, two-ish weeks. Uh, we've struggled since the Vikings game, it seems like. We just aren't tackling well. Uh, we're getting run all over, which is what we're used to. I mean, that's what's been happening the past couple seasons. We had Patine, you know, as our defensive coordinator. Uh, but, you know, it just – we have a lot of players that have really stepped up this year that, you know, I hadn't even really heard of before, you know, Douglas and Campbell. I mean, those were just diamonds in the rough. I mean, I, I don't know. That's why I'm not a general manager, you know, how he found them. Right. But uh, lots of people have contributed to this, to this record that we hold right now. And I'm really hoping that we hold on to that one seed. It will really help. Definitely. I definitely see it happening. And they definitely have some big injuries too. I know Bakhtiari and Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm. Both could come back. Both might be out. So it could get a couple of reinforcements, I think. Well, Alexander's Alexander. season is actually over if he's not elevated tomorrow. by tomorrow. Yeah. So yep. that'll be interesting. I, really, I know. I really hope that he gets activated. Um, I've kind of lost hope on Zadarius Smith. I don't really think that he's going to come back. I really think he played his last game uh, in Green Bay, possibly. Um, but... He posted, like, an Instagram picture not too long ago. Like, you know, it's almost that time or something, and we haven't heard anything since. He hasn't practiced nothing. So I don't know what that was about, but um, 
I think our line has held up really well considering how injured they are. I mean, with, you know, Bakhtiari out and then uh, Jenkins fell, you know, he's gone. Um, but they held up really well, I think. Yeah, yeah. it seems to be the pa- Packers are a good team at replacing. You know, they lost Lindsley in the offseason. Whenever they, mm-hmm. you know, lose a big guy, they seem to be pretty good at getting, you know, homegrown lower draft picks that end up working out for them, especially in the O-line and defense. Oh, I know. I don't know how he picks them out. I mean, that's, like I said, that's why I'm not a general manager. But that seems to be like one of our strongest uh, positions on the field is definitely our line. I'd agree. I'd agree. But heading in, we got a couple questions for you. Our first one, um, who do you think is the biggest threat or biggest threats to not Green Bay out of the playoffs this year? Obviously, as a favorite to come out of the NFC, who do you think could be a team knocking out the pack this year in the playoffs? I have said this all season on Twitter, and, you know, people kind of just disregard them. And I, well, just from what I've seen, I've seen several people disregard them, but I am still terrified of Tampa Bay. I don't care what people say. Mm-hmm. Their defense is really good. Um, you know, it hurt when Goblin went down. That was a big loss for them, for sure. But at the same time, they still have Evans. They still have Antonio Brown. They still have Gronk. Their running game has been good with Fournette. I mean, like, their offense is really, really good. Um, they definitely scare me the most. Now, as of lately, Dallas, their offense has been really electric. I'm not as scared as their defense as I am of Tampa's. But overall, I think Tampa scares me the most in the NFC. Again, flashbacks to last year's playoffs? Absolutely. Three picks off Brady and we get, what, three points out of it? Can't win a game like that. Well, the Bucks fan um, loved that answer. So. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. I mean, home field advantage, everything. Had it and, you know, I think it would be a little bit e- – or a little bit better this year to have it because we can have a, a packed house of fans. I think that would benefit a lot more. We didn't have them, you know, they let some fans in last year, but it wasn't anything compared to this year. Oh, a packed but, Lambo, especially oh, a couple weeks into the playoffs, nobody else is playing. It's just these two teams at Lambo. That's a hard place to win. It's a hard place to yeah. win. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, definitely Tampa you, scares me the most for sure. Do you think they'll wrap up getting the one seed? Uh, they got the, Vikings on Sunday Night Football this week, then the Lions to wrap up the season. You think you should be able to hold off the Cowboys and the rest of the NFC to get that by first round? We absolutely, I'm telling you, we absolutely should. I, I see there are no room, there's no room for excuses at this point. I mean, we're this far into the season. I get that we've had some injuries and whatnot, but playing at home, we're playing the Vikings at home. And last year we lost the Vikings at home. And we beat them, you know, in Minnesota. But you know, and I feel like I always get scared when we play the Lions. I don't know why, but they always give us like a run for our money for some reason. I, I mean, I'm just a little... day games. Oh, I know. I don't know why we always struggle against them, but I'm a little nervous considering it is, you know, conference games, you know, NFC North kind of thing. They always play us tough. Everybody does. Um, but overall, I think we can get it done. And I think if they want it bad enough, we'll do it because. Like you said earlier, a packed, a packed Lambeau field, that's tough to win at. So I really hope that they get it done. It is, it is. And I agree with you. I think they definitely should have the number one seed locked up. But number one seed, MVP trophy, best record in the league, all of this stuff is great. But is there anything besides a Super Bowl ring that you think will keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay after this year if – Super Bowl doesn't end up in Lambo. 
Oh gosh, honestly, I feel that if if we do win the Super Bowl, a part of me thinks he retires. Really? And I do, I really do. I mean, he's he's playing MVP level football, but the way that he's talked lately, you know, about just taking everything in and you know just enjoying the moment kind of thing. That could either mean he really likes being here and he wants to stay here for a couple years, or I kind of think it means he wants to retire. But that's just my opinion. But if we don't get the Lombardi back home, and if he still wants to play, I think that the number one thing to get him to stay would be to extend Devontae Adams, which is going to be really difficult to do because we do not have a lot of money at all. I agree. Um, um, you hear but, what Jerry was saying about Devontae a little earlier? I was like sitting here and I was just like baffled. Like I have, yeah. I have not seen anybody on Twitter say that. Like I think everybody at this point has just been like, okay, he is yep. the best receiver in the league. Yeah. Everybody has admitted that. That just took me by surprise. I don't know how you can be overrated and be number one. What does yeah. that make everybody else? Yeah, exactly. That's that exactly is, is what I'm saying. And is is a question. Mm-hmm. You got almost eight thousand followers on Twitter. I don't know how many mm-hmm. of them are Packers fans, but I need you to rally them up. And I need you to send him at carry because that would just that would just warm my heart. That would make me feel amazing. Gotcha. And I get that, you know, we're undefeated we're undefeated without him. That's that's cool and all, but at the same time, he's I hate to be this way, but he's practically unguardable at this point. There's not one person that can sit in front of him and basically contain him the whole game. I'd agree. I mean, there's just not. And I've seen people admit that and I mean, even like Bears fans and Vikings fans are like, Yep, he's the best to do it right now. Sorry, like that's just how it is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I heard your conversation. I think Justin Jefferson is definitely a top five receiver right now. I'm not taking away from that, but I don't think it's fair to give Aaron Rodgers credit for Devontae Adams' craft and how well he runs routes and his foot, his footwork and everything else. And his hands, his hands are like godly. I mean, he he rarely drops the ball. He dropped one uh, this past weekend on Christmas, you know. And I was like, wow, we don't ever see that hardly, you know, hardly ever. He just never drops the ball. Everything but, you want in a receiver. He's top two, top three in every single category. Hands, maybe not speed, but he's fast. Route running, mm-hmm. release, right. everything. He's up there near the top. And everything. he's definitely mine. But, yeah, you, you send that on me towards carry. That's, that'll warm my heart. That's all I want for Christmas. But um, Here, Here's my thing. No, Carrie, we already had this conversation. Oh, Just argue with the Katie. fans when they come for you. <laughs> Here, quick question for you. I'll okay. go off this. Okay. So, I agree Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL right now. Do you think he still would be if he didn't have Aaron Rodgers? If he had, you know, uh, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, someone in that, like, second-tier quarterbacks? I would say if he's still had a top-ten quarterback, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see why he wouldn't be with, I mean, the way he's performing. I mean, what he's doing, the way he's getting open and everything, that's not a product of Rodgers. That's him. That's him. That's his routes. That's his footwork. That's all of the time he's put in to master everything. That's him. And I get that, you know. He's open. He's open. Exactly. He is open. He gets open. And I get Rodgers puts the ball on the money and everything. But at the same time, you got to give him credit for what he's doing. I mean, like I said, footwork, everything. You got to give him some credit. I do definitely. He's obviously one of the best, probably the best in the league. But it's just, I mean, unfortunately, you know, unless they go never team – to another team, we'll never know this. But, you know, like, could a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, what would they be doing with Aaron Rodgers? And, I, think I mean, Bob obviously, just the best got a little, we never know. Yeah. But for now, I mean, Devontae Adams is no question number one receiver in the NFL. Yeah. I think Hopps has the best hands in the NFL. But that's another question. Yeah, for sure. We're for talking sure. all this about A-Rod, 
about QB1. I want to know, you're, you're very into it with Packers fans. I'm sure you got a, a good circle of them. But how do Packers fans overall, and you as well, feel about Jordan Love? Like, you think he's definitely the guy after Rodgers? Like you said, Rodgers may retire after this year, maybe on a different team. How much do fans of the team trust Jordan Love? Oh, gosh. Um, it seems that the fan base is really split, and I hate it because it's like there's no in-between. There's people that have faith in him, and there's people that are like, I want nothing to do with him. I want him traded. I want him gone. And and a part of me is like, why? You know, like, why, why do you want to send him away? We traded up to get him, and, you know, they obviously see something in him or they wouldn't have traded up, which, you know, I get it. He's he's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, and I think that has a lot to do with it, is they want him to learn behind one of the greatest to ever do it. Now, I am all for believing in him and everything. Uh, he played against Kansas City, and he looked okay. I don't think he looked great, but I also don't think the offensive line did him any favors that night. But it's going to take time. I, I don't think – I think people expect him to come in and, you know, do this, these perfect things that Aaron Rodgers does. And when we saw him against Kansas City and they didn't see that, I don't, I don't think they knew how to react because we haven't – Sounds really spoiled, but we haven't had like quarterback play, like average quarterback play in a, in a pretty long time. And I'm all for, you know, letting him sit behind Rodgers and everything. Do I want Rodgers to stay? Yes. But at the same time, you got to think about the future and what they traded up for him and how they drafted him. They obviously think he's the guy. He's the guy. And so I think he's the guy. You know, I trust the organization. You know, they've done a really good job. We got Favre and we got Rodgers back to back. That doesn't happen very often. So. I trust them that they made a good choice with love and everything, but the fan base, it's kind of brutal sometimes. Usually it's like I said, there's no in between, but personally, I think that he just needs time. He's learning behind an MVP quarterback, you know, and he just needs experience. You know, the, they said like the week that he played Kansas city, that week of practice was like the first week he had with like running with the ones, you know, I mean, he doesn't have chemistry. He doesn't have any of that. He needs time is what I think. And I think people need to be patient and they need to not expect him to come in and perform at MVP level when technically this is his quote unquote rookie year. I mean, he started his first game at one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL at Arrowhead. And I don't know what people were expecting, but I didn't have high expectations. And that's not because I don't believe in him, but it's because he's playing in an away game. He's probably really nervous. He doesn't have a lot of chemistry. There's just a lot that factors in to that. And I think at the end of the day, it, like I said, it's just going to take some time, but I believe in him. I think that eventually he will, be, he will be the guy for us eventually. Definitely. And All yeah, right, so like I got... you said, it's extremely hard to follow up with an MVP like, mm -hmm. like Rogers and be a, a young quarterback with so much on his shoulders. But I agree. But Carrie, you got I think you got a question. You're trying to butt in. I got three, <laughs> three sign-off questions for you. Three questions. Okay. Great. Okay. One. Were you happy when they drafted Jordan Love, or do you think they should have gotten somewhere else when they originally took him? I thought Cole Komet was getting taken at that spot. I, I can't lie to you. I wasn't pleased when they drafted him, but I had seen the rumors, and I was like, I'm just going to prepare myself because, you know, you never know what they're going to do. I really wanted Patrick Queen, and now that I look back, I don't want Patrick Queen anymore. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I did. And But, you know, when they said his name and everything, I just it honestly was a little bit shocking. Um, but you know, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't like too entirely upset. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let them do their thing. You know, if, that, if that's their guy, that's their guy. That's who they believe in. That's who they want to pick. So 
All right, number two. Do you think he's ready to start next year? Do you think, let's say Rodgers does leave, do you think they should go after another veteran like a Jimmy G or somebody to bridge another year? Do you think Love will be ready for next year? Jimmy G might work out there. I gave you that idea today. We were talking about that. I'll take credit for that. Honestly, I would not be opposed to going out and getting a veteran quarterback. Um, I don't believe that he will be fully ready. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of time, and he's he needs to get those mistakes out, and he needs to learn. And that's only going to come with performing with the ones because, he, like I said, he needs the chemistry. He needs the time. So I would not be opposed to that, and I do think that's a decent idea if Rodgers does leave or if he does retire. And then my last one. Let's say Rodgers does leave. Um, what do you think would be, like, the two main fits for him to go? If he gets earned, that you'd be the happiest if he could go anywhere. Where would you want to see him go? Denver. I'd that's want him mine, to go to Denver. That's mine. I, don't, I would love to see I him I do not want him to go to Pitt. I really don't. Pittsburgh, no, no, no. Don't go there. Do not go there. Go to Denver. Young offense. The defense is great. They're just missing that quarterback piece. They, if, I'm telling you, with him, they're a playoff team, without a doubt. I'm telling you. I got a moderately hot take that Jerry Judy is a young Devontae Adams. So. Uh, that is a hot take. I like it, though. I like it. I, he just needs a quarterback. I mean, I get it. Like, Teddy Tubelovs and all that. He's He's fine. Drew Locke was not the pick. He's not good. Packer fans actually wanted him at one point, and I said, please, no, do not do that. I don't like him. He's not good. They need a quarterback, and I'm telling you, if he goes there, they're a playoff team. They're absolutely a playoff team. Yeah, absolutely. They're a Super Bowl contender with that defense. Mm-hmm. I would say. And they have, they have the money, too. I mean, Denver has the money. They have, like, $50 million in cap for, like, 2022. I'm telling you, they have the money. They can do it. And they have the draft picks. They have so many draft picks coming up. They just I, that would be my favorite place for him to go would be Denver. Anywhere else, I really wouldn't like it. <laughs> do, you, do you think Adams would stay without Rodgers, or he'd move on too? I think he'd move on. I don't think he stays without him. They have too much of a connection, uh, and I don't think that. I don't say I'm not saying he wouldn't want to stick around for Jordan Love and whatnot, but he wants to get paid. And if we're not keeping Rodgers around and everything, and he leaves, I don't think he wants to get paid by us. And plus, I don't even think we're going to be able to pay him, which is the hard part. Because he's so good at what he does, but we don't have money. That's the worst yeah. part. Yeah. Do you do you have any faith in any of the you know secondary Packers receivers? They've kind of been you know off and on last couple of years. But you think any if Adams does leave, a guy like Lazard or St. Brown or anybody would be able to step up, or do you think they'd have to draft somebody else? I think they'd have to draft somebody else. Lazard is great and all, but he's really inconsistent. Um, St. Brown is hurt a lot. I mean, he has stepped up this year. St. Brown has actually stepped up a good bit, uh, especially when we played Arizona. He did he did really well. Um, but otherwise, honestly, it's just that we would have to draft somebody else or we'd have to somehow acquire somebody in free agency because they're not wide receiver one quality. They're just not. It's unfortunate, but they're twos and threes. Yeah, I'd agree. Even their twos some weeks look like threes. Lazard's a great blocker, oh, though, but I mean... And Scantling's too is pretty inconsistent also. He is. His hands seem to have gotten better, though. He had a really bad issue with dropping the ball, but he's he's done well with that this year. But I think the problem is is he uses his speed more than anything, which is great and all, but, like, you know, if he's not going to hit him deep, he, he hardly ever hits him, it feels like. You know, he just goes deep because he wants to get him over the top. But... 
you know, I don't know. We we would definitely need to bring somebody else in, though. They wouldn't cut it as wide receiver one. I love them. I love my guys, but, no, we'd have to have somebody else. Well, all this has got to end in one game at the end of the year, the big game, the Super Bowl. And if the Packers do make the Super Bowl, my last question for you is, which team in the AFC scares you the most about – even if it's not the hottest team like the Chiefs, do any of those other teams or even the Chiefs um, really scare you about one game, thinking that they could knock off the Packers, play them well? Any of those teams in the AFC scare you? Um, like you said, definitely Kansas City. They're really getting hot right now. Their defense has really stepped up. Um, and their offense has always been scary. I mean, Hill and Kelsey and, you know, Mahomes, of course. But honestly – I'm not going to lie to you. The Patriots scare me just a little bit, and it's just because of Bill Belichick. I like that. Oh, no. It's it's only because of Bill. I mean, the man is smart. He's very smart. But otherwise, their offense really doesn't scare me. I think their defense is pretty good. But it would have that, – that would be, like, the, I think the third scariest team for me. The second, Buffalo, for sure, just because their defense. And Josh Allen's pretty good at slinging the ball. Oh, he played great this past week. But yeah, Terry was finally shutting up about the Patriots a little bit. Finally oh, coming I'm back so to sorry. Earth, but you just got me going again. It's okay. I am yeah, so sorry for next week, especially when they beat the Dolphins by four points. He's gonna go crazy on the show next week. <laughs> but yeah, we um we appreciate you having you on. Yeah, it's been we haven't talked to any Packers fans this year really. Um, haven't been hasn't been like a a big group we got to interact with, connect with, even on Twitter. But hopefully that can change. We pre- we appreciate you coming on. We, we appreciate the knowledge everything you've, you've offered to give us. Is there is there anything you want to shout out, anything you want to plug before you hop off? Um, I guess just go pack go, baby, all the time. Go pack go. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun. Absolutely, yeah. We appreciate having you on. Good luck to the Packers. Hopefully, hopefully Rodgers comes back next year. Oh, I hope so. Oh, my gosh. He's playing good football. All right. Well, that was a great – Great episode, Terry. We got to talk to Zach, which I didn't even know was happening. We got to talk to yeah, – let me, let me plug her one more time. On Twitter, at Packers underscore season, S-Z-N, then the number three. Definitely give her a follow. If you're a Packers fan, if you're an NFL fan, if you're listening to this, make a Twitter. Give her a follow. But yeah, um, I think that's about all we got for the podcast. The podcast. 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 podcast shout out to ireland um fun one tonight i enjoyed it it was great as always carrie um any nba fans if you're listening right now any college basketball fans anybody that's ever picked up a basketball follow at beerly hoops on twitter we just started that podcast up we'll have another episode of that coming out sometime this week um you could follow us on our regular page on Twitter at Beerly Sports, daily content on there, ran by Carrie, does an amazing job. Instagram at Beerly Sports, TikTok at Beerly Sports. Have a great night, Carrie. Anything you want to plug before we hop off? I want to plug Mac Jones. I no, believe me, man. No, literally, I'm ending it right now. <laughs> you want to plug anything serious? We're not plugging McCorkle. What's up, Beerly Sports? Beerly Sports. Matt Jones. Matt Jones.